welcome all you boys and all those that identify as boys. And uh, once again, this is Sofa King Gay, where it's a podcast where we're talking about those hard-hitting problems and um, solving first-world gay probs one hashtag at a time. Um, with me, as always, is my loving husband, Be Gay, my husband. Hey! Super gay. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, I wanted a butch when I married him, it was not. I'm a butch, in my own way. You are... Real, how? <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, he says, when he's a big mush ball, when his, like, fur baby comes up to him. No, 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 no. there's a difference muscles. between being butch and being a mush ball. Oh, I guess, if you say so. Pardon yeah. me, you heard me while I'm at work? That's right, you are manly. I am pretty manly at work, yeah. Manly. You're angry and talking on the phone. <laughs> um, what we are talking about this week is the hottest trend of the moment, 10-year challenge, mm-hmm. which, you know, on the surface is an okay thing, but I just, there's, I think there's, some of it is a little problematic, and I think I just wanted to touch base on what it was about it. So it's, it's good that it's kind of happening in January, because as it's the beginning of the year, January is always a good time for reflection. Uh, you know, because we've always got the New Year's resolutions that I'm sure some of you are, have already dropped already. Especially <clears throat> if it does not, if it includes drinking or smoking cigarettes, you're probably already given up on that. Um, way See, to go! There's always next year. I'm I'm really good with my resolution this year because my resolution was to drink more and I'm doing It's true. You cried when you were out of vodka. And you like, I, I, you I made me drive <laughs> you to the store and be like, I did vodka. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, and then in true alcoholic form. I picked up the biggest bottle of vodka I could. I know, I was very impressed. <laughs> you had like a 40, and yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah. are you serious about this drinking? <laughs> Life tip, it'll probably last about four months in this house. <laughs> he has a drink, and then he's done. It's just going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, as per my New Year's resolutions, I'm still on it. Um, I pro- I uh, Secretly, I promised myself that I was going to have a dry January, and by dry January, that does not mean alcohol. That means hookups. So I've successfully not had a hookup for 15 days, which is pretty good yeah. for me. So this new celibate lifestyle is really taxing, but I'm I'm really embracing it. Yes, um, my skin is starting to sag because I don't have um, all those nutrients splashing me in the face all the time. Yeah, but um, I'll I'll get over it. The struggle is real, but. Um, February 1st going to be a total hook. Oh, God. It's going to be so great. Um, it's going to be real tough because February is a really short month, so I'm going to have to get a lot in there in 28 days. That's uh, yeah, true. Right? It's not even like you have like, the extra day of the leap year. I know. It's going to be rough. I'm going to be ridden hard and put away wet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I probably won't even get put away. I'll just get ridden hard lost. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So back at the 10-year challenge. So it's a new new trend that's coming around on, <laughs> on the Instas and... It's mostly on Instagram. Sometimes it's on Twitter. Not much on Facebook. I guess it's on Facebook. But Facebook is like the that really sad stepchild that just wants to like be involved in it and yeah. be cool. Yeah. Or like your crazy <clears throat> uncle who just thinks he's really happy. Actually, I think it's only on Facebook because people people who have their own Facebook have their Instagram connected to their Facebook. Exactly. And then it's uh, yeah, it's it's usually like the really loser uncle that is only on Facebook. You know, the racists. Mm-hmm. So, and they're like, oh, this is cool, let me do it too, but it, they just don't quite understand it. Mm-hmm. Even in the name, it really annoys me when people are like, 10-year challenge, and they're posting pics either from 07 or, like, 2011. Yeah. Uh, like, can you not math? Can you not find an 09 pic? Yeah, like, it's really difficult to subtract 10 from <coughs> any number. It's yeah. super hard. Right, yeah. Just do it. <laughs> the first thing that actually really bothered me when 
uh, it came out was the fact that it was also labeled labeled the puberty challenge. So it oh, was yeah. yeah. So it was it was the ten year challenge slash hashtag puberty challenge. And I was like, uh, my puberty challenge happened in the late 80s. Yeah. So I'm like, 10 years ago, <laughs> puberty was still a distant memory for me. So I was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. That just really, that triggered me. Triggered me lots. But then there's also, it's, I've also seen it called the aging challenge on yeah. Twitter. Sure. I don't know. People just, like, you really need to stick with a hashtag and, like, yeah. just deal with it. Play along with what it's supposed to be and just do the thing. Yeah. I just, yeah, for me, it was the puberty challenge that really bugged me. I'm like, it just, I'm like, oh, I can't play along. Mm-hmm. Like, it just really, I don't know, it just really sucked. But even, even for me, ten years ago, I was already two or three years out of puberty. No, you, well, you were you hit puberty when you were, like, twelve. What are you talking about? Yeah. That's when you started, like, first growing your first chin hair. Literally, I think I was 20-something when I first started, was able to, like, grow a mustache. And it was the really? worst. Oh, I, yeah, it was I terrible. Had, there's a picture out there, and I I think I actually have a uh, downstairs in my, like, album, that of me with, uh, I was 12 years old, I had this greasy-ass, it looked like a greasy-ass porn stash. Mm-hmm. So my mother wouldn't let me shave until yeah, I was 13. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, for me, uh, I... <laughs> There was, I actually went on a road trip. We went to Seattle, uh, and we were, I was with friends, and every day I took a picture of my, of my growing goatee over the past, uh, over the three weeks, and so it was like my most manliest thing I ever did, and this, yeah, so it was back in 01, so it would have been 22, 23, and that is when my facial hair actually started growing in. Even that, it was patchy. Wow, God, it was ridiculous. That's why I didn't grow a beard or anything until I was 30, 35. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't be a bear and, and grow facial hair until then. Um, I don't know, maybe it's the genetics that I have, and I'm eternally young. Maybe. You know, um, hair toss. <laughs> so that was that was me. So I just, puberty, it struck me because a lot of these, and you see them, like, a lot of the picture, like, you can tell, like, yes, they were... 12 when they took the picture and now they look like super hot and everything yeah. but i'm like oh god i feel really dirt dirty and gross because it's like yeah oh you are that young and that just made me feel like oh like creepy old man from family guy my <clears throat> my problem is <laughs> i can go right <laughs> I, can see hey, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the voice so just... <laughs> oh my god i can see you with that too with like the three hairs in your head, and, mm-hmm. like, the walker, and the open robe. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what your future's going to look like. That um, is me. My problem is, is I thought about participating in it, and, well, first of all, it took me forever to find a pic from 09 for me. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently I had a couple years where I was like, I'm not going to take pictures. Oh, God, that was my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but literally the only difference between 30 or 21-year-old Eric and 31-year-old Eric is 31-year-old Eric has a beard. Well, it's the same thing with me. I was gonna, I was gonna post a pic of me. Like I was gonna do it too, but I'm like, why bother? I literally, the only thing that's changed with me is I grew a beard. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Yeah, um, and I think, oh, and I think I put on. I think I'm about ten pounds heavier than I was in. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I'm a little bit yeah. chunkier, uh, and I got a beard, and well, and now I got blue hair. Like I literally don't look that much different. I know. And I think it's. I'm gonna say it is a gift of being the undead. <laughs> that I don't age anymore, which is great. So I will look like 
I will look like this when I'm 40 now, and I'll look like this when I'm 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I just, uh, it's all the DNA I ingest. Literally. It's keeping me alive. So, kids, I tell you, if you want my fountain of youth, just go to a glory hole. Well, on, on those days, you want to feel like 10 years younger, you just shave off your beard. Oh, God, and then I freak my husband out. Yeah. And he, like, smacks me and thinks that there's, like, some child crawling yes. into his bed. But, and, and that's, and you, even when I was clean-shaven... When you when you did shave your beard, you still look younger than me. Oh, I know. Um, well, because I think when we first started dating, I, I went over to one of your family members. Like we went over to a family dinner, yes. and most of your family thought I was younger than you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They I thought just, you were at least five years younger than me. Which I like. I will take. Yeah. <laughs> Any day. Like, for God's sakes, if you think I'm 25, hello. <laughs> yeah. It was great. I just I, I don't feel old. Mm-hmm. So. This kind of thing always reminds me that I am old. Yeah. When I see this kind of thing, I just... So, yeah, it depresses me. So you people have to stop. Just don't do it anymore. One of the things that I keep on thinking of, and, you know, it, it's especially if it's a thirst trap picture, mm-hmm. um, where, like, they, they were kind of whatever, and now they're like, wow. On like, I, I really, really want... I think of the petty bitch inside of me wants to just... Go on there and be like, oh, what happened? <laughs> I can see you doing uh, Right? Yeah. I would. Because all these people are like, they're all posting these glow-ups. But I want to, like, you know, check themselves and be like, you know what? You ain't a, you're still not hot shit. Yeah. One thing I can say for certain is that we obviously have gotten way better taking selfies. Because you see all the pics that people had, and they are shitty. Oh, yeah. They are grainy. It looked like they, they scanned their old, like, 35-millimeter photograph. Like, this is ridiculous, people. There were like there were digital cameras back in the day. So you could have had a decent selfie. Really, the only thing that the 10-year challenge has taught us is cell phone cameras are going better. Well, this is true. <laughs> yes. That I will that I need to give them. Um, so, yeah, if you ever get a petty comment from me being like, Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> that's why uh, the other thing that it, it just kind of irks me is that i know that we live in a culture that is like multicultural and whatever whatever but can we please post pics left to right in like proper chronological order have you, have you noticed that some people are pick, posting their newest pick on the left and their oldest pick on the right oh it just no, drives me I don't fucking, barbarians it's just i know like what kind of savages do this because then i'm then i actually think ooh, what happened because <laughs> Like, how did you devolve? Like, I don't understand. Because when you are posting a 09 to 19, you intrinsically should be going left to right. Like, that's how we read, except in, you know, Asian cultures that read backwards, which is fine. It's the way they do it. But you're typing in in English. Post a picture in English. Like, it's... Left to right. That's how we read. That's how we're expecting it. So uh, some of the some of the times, my brain is just like flips, and I like, what? What is going on here? Yeah. So then I actually have to stop and think about it. But other than that, I, I'm just just that was just a. I will a say, petty I, I don't thing. know if you've seen some of the false ones out there. Not the false ones, but like the made up ones out there. I love them. Um, love. Because there was one that I just saw, and it was one of the dudes from Pentonix. Mm-hmm. Did um he, his tenure challenge? He posted. He didn't post the real one, but the, the one he posted to Twitter was the geeky kid from Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Brian, I think his name was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then like that was his his '09 pick, and mm-hmm. then his now pick. Yeah, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, although I did have to stop for a second. I'm like, 
There's a few that I've seen. I, I posted some on the actual, on my Insta. Uh, it was the whole pick one, which I thought was hilarious. Yes, yes. The, the frosted donut that just got destroyed in the past 10 years. <laughs> yes. Literally my life. <laughs> Hashtag truth. And another one that I loved was the Isabella Rossellini pick um, from... Oh, 9 to 19 because she's a vampire. Yeah. So it's the same thing yeah. back to back. Loved it. Thought it was brilliant. Others, they're actually getting, you know, we're getting creative with, like, they'll, they'll use, oh, God. Someone posted one with Brittany 07. <laughs> like, shaved head, throwing an umbrella, shaking it at people, and then posting the, their pic, like, next to it. I thought that was great. Yeah. We've all lived that Brittany 07 moment so many times in our lives, and I think we need to remember it. Yes. And relive it. And be like, this is where we came from, you know, hashtag never forget. Yeah. That's just one of those things that I think is, it's brilliant. So when people take these kind of trite challenges like yeah. that, I, I appreciate it. Although, it uh, that actually takes thought. I'm surprised that no one's done one with Patrick Stewart. Because Patrick Stewart literally has not aged in 30 years. No, this is true. His right? hair fell off in, like, what, the 80s and the 90s? Yeah, because like, like, exactly had, the same. He had, it was the, the, the we called it the the Picard cul-de-sac, so yeah, he had, yeah, like, yeah. the band of gray hair around mm -hmm. his sides, mm -hmm. and I think he's since probably shaved that off. Yeah, yeah, so like, Professor like X stuff. Yeah, but, like, he literally, from 87 to 2019, mm -hmm. he's not aged a day. The bitch was that Earl Grey tea hot, I, I know, or like, whatever. Like, someone needs to post something like that and be like... Girl, just get up on <laughs> I know, I, I need to, I just need Grab to your this. Insta, yeah. do it up. <laughs> now, the actual gist of the entire conversation that we're having is... Just because you look different, does that mean you are different? That's a good question. Right? Um, I posted it on um, on the Instagram, and I got some, I got some responses. Um, I think it's more introspective and reflective than, you know, I don't want to share everyone's stories about it, but it's 10 years, and it's easy to post how different you look. Yeah. But it, deep down, how different are you really? Yeah. So how about you? From when you were 21 to yeah. when you now that you're 31, how has 10 years changed you? Well, because when I was 21, I... I Besides marrying the man of your dreams of and course, the love of your of life. Of course, Yeah. But maybe that was only like a year ago. Yeah, yeah. When I was 21, I just started with uh, the company that I was with, mm -hmm. that I'm with now. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was... I, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was pretty... I was a pretty fragile person. Like, I, was, I was not secure in myself, and, and I took a lot of things to offense really easily. Mm-hmm. And it was really easy to get under my skin. So yeah. ten years later, I, I feel like I've matured. I've matured quite a bit in ten years. Yeah. Um, I've also learned to have a thicker skin. I've also learned, and this is more within the past year, but I, I do have a bigger voice. So I'm starting to snap back a little bit mm -hmm. to people who are to, to the haters out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I don't know what you, but I scroll through my Facebook memories every once in a while because someone usually posts something. That yeah, yeah. There's like some night and. I cringe at shit I posted 10 years ago. Oh, God, me too. Even some of the stuff that I would say, I, I'm like, oh, my God, did I say that? Yeah. Like, jeez. Yeah. And what kind of person am I, really? I there's but... some things that I posted that, at the time, I believed, and now I realize I don't believe those that, that, that in it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or my my view around that belief has evolved to be a little more intelligent. And, but that's really all that we can hope for. We yeah. want your beliefs to be more diverse and based in fact and actually thought out a little bit more. Yeah. Like, that's what we hope for everyone. 
like as they grow that they are able to live their truth more yeah that's the whole point of growing up right um i think for me it's just learning to who like who i am and learning to love myself and be able to uh, express myself in ways that are positive god yeah 10 years ago i was 30 Yes, I was entering my 30s 10 years ago. Fuck, I will admit it. Look at me. Hashtag personal growth. Look, look at you go. I'm admitting. Hashtag vulnerable. I know. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> where, where, where are you at, Ray? Ray? Uh, Edward Gray author. I need uh, some validation that I just admitted my vulner vulnerability. Um, so yes, I was just entering my 30s back then. I had already been a vampire for about five, six decades, so... Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I still look the same. Tell me, did, did vampires sparkle back then, or did you have to still stay away from Bitch, I always sparkle. Okay. That's just... I, I pretend it's glitter, but it's just me. Oh, okay. Yes. I just... Uh, so, yeah, entering my 30s, I think I had just gotten out of some kind of strange relationships, but it, that was at the time that I was realizing that I didn't actually have to be in a relationship all the time to be happy, and I was realizing that there was every guy that I was dating back then like instantly wanted to be in relationships, didn't want to have fun. And it was like, I want to meet you and then bam, settle down. Mm. Like I'm in it for the long haul. And I'm like, I'm not mm. like, I just want to be out there and having fun and whatever, whatever. So I really learned to embrace my whole life back then. Yeah. Like that's when it hit. And it's like, you know, it's been, it's been great. Like just, it's like, I've met so many people whether or not I knew their names ever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've made really good friends. And I've, over the past 10 years, it's been ups and downs, but it's been amazing. It has been fun being out with you and having one of your past hookups come up to, to talk to you. Yeah. Because, you know, they think you're really good friends. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, hey, how's it going? You're like, hey. hey how are you? Yeah. Oh my God, it's been so long. And then we walk away, and I'm like, who is that? You're like, I don't remember. I don't remember him. Uh, all I remember is he was only five inches, and it was once. Yeah. So, whether it's his name, I have no idea. It was not worth remembering, apparently. Which uh, is always, which is funny, because that is, like, literally my magic trick, is that I remember every hookup and every conversation that I've had on Grinder. Oh, yeah. Because that's just what I do. That's how I uh, catalog everything that I've done in the past 10 years. So I don't know. But yes, I will say, obviously I've had some personal growth because I have now been shanghaied into a relationship and flamboozled into marriage. Uh, I've literally been drunk for the past year, so I don't even know what's going on. I don't know who this person is in my house, but I guess I'm happy. I just, it's just a different kind you of thing. Well, yeah, I never would <laughs> I never would have seen it 10 years ago that I married... And, you know, we're living and we've got, like, fur babies, and mm -hmm. it's just, it's not something I would have expected. Because now it's gotten me really depressed because I feel like I'm furring forever alone in this marriage. Um, <laughs> let's take a break and check all of our apps. Okay. Okay, just give a sec. Because they were like, hey, can you, like, hook us up with your husband? Like, that's what exactly what it was. Oh, said, no, do you hear my husband? Yeah, they do. No, I'm like, my, my husband is Canadian. No, wait, American. I am Canadian, <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. 
<clears throat> like, you can't even, like, give me that were you born here thing. Obviously, <laughs> I'm Canadian. Oh, yeah, sorry. My husband is French-Canadian. He oh, just made that, like, country yeah, of Quebec. Right sorry about yeah. that. This is true. I am a French-Canadian. Yeah. 10-year challenge. I think all we want to say, all I want to say on the subject is, I don't want to be, I don't want to make it sound so trite, but don't be vapid. Like, if you're actually going to post a 10-year challenge, give us a pic, but then let us know how you've changed. Yeah. Like, it's... You know what, yeah, maybe the glow-up is great, and you look fantastic, but if that's all you care about, and you're not giving us any insight as to who you are as a person, then you just are shallow. Yeah. And I know it's Instagram, and you're allowed to be shallow. It's all about the thirst trap. But, but we still want to know who you are. I think there, there does seem to be some substance, because a lot in the world has changed in 10 years. Yeah. So, like, it's it's not unreasonable to, to suspect that you yourself have grown. Like, mm-hmm. and, and even, like, something you might believed or not thought possible 10 years ago might be you might have changed that belief or or you it is possible or has become reality now yeah exactly 10 years later right like there's like way back when i never would have i i never would have imagined that my asshole could stretch so much Mm -hmm. but now it's like up to a shoulder yeah exactly it's like an everyday occurrence yeah i routinely fall on pylons yeah Literally, kids, I do not. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) My donut is not that broken yet. Yet. This is true. February <laughs> is just around the corner. It is oh, Feb- February. It's going to be a white February. <laughs> Let me tell you, 28 days of, I don't I don't even know what I have, flurries. Just flurries? Oh, flurries. I like whole flurries. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just me getting. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her life, kids. Um, okay, so... Who are we, uh, you're wanting to throw shade on anyone this week? It's going to be like, shade. Because um, there's got to be some people that have done some stupid shit that you want to call out on. No, you go first. Okay. Um, I want to call out all of the horrible, horrible toxic men and women that are condemning the Gillette advertisement. Oh, my God. If, yes. If anyone hasn't seen it, Gillette has put a new ad campaign asking... Every everyone is this the best yes. a man can get. Yeah. Um, I watched it. I thought it was brilliant. It had uh, it touched on a lot of points of toxic masculinity that had you know misogyny, homophobia, being uh, you know boys will be boys and beating each other up and bullying. It had a lot of that in there and it made sense. And unfortunately, you can never take yourself outside of the equation and actually look on it as a true piece of art because everyone lives in the society that this is trying to explain. Yeah. Like, I really don't think, like, especially in, at least in North America, toxic masculinity is rampant. So rampant that it's just normal. Yeah. That we take it for granted and we shouldn't. A lot of the campaigns out there, like the Me Too movement and then the Me no, Times Up Times 2, which is the new one that's coming out. Yes. It's everyone is complaining that it's they always think that it's all about feminism and it's all about female empowerment and it's all it's all about the woman, but no, it's about it should also be about men and men checking themselves and citing men for doing shitty things. Yes. Right? And men have to be able to call out each other when they see it. Yeah. I agree. Um and having Terry Crews on there. Um, for his, um, you know, his trial statement, I thought that was a brilliant idea. All the power to him, and it's it's so true that that we actually do need to 
see toxic masculinity as a very, very hurtful thing for our society. Yeah. And then to see all of the backlash that it got. And it's 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 both men and women yeah, that are. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, and and it's a, it's reading through some of the comments. I know you should never read through comments. Don't do comments. Uh, but like, I read an op-ed piece today. Yeah. That was condemning Gillette for trying to brand activism, mm-hmm. and that they were saying they were taken away from the Me Too movement because it's all about women and men have nothing to do with Me Too. But that's not true. Men have everything to do with Me Too. Exactly. Because ninety. 8% of the sexual assault charges out there are instigated by men. Yes, they Whether are. it's against men or against women, <laughs> yeah. like men are the aggressors yeah. behind this, so we need to fix that. Mm-hmm. We, we need to fix that culture, and we need to be that change. Yeah. I realize I just quoted MJ there, but like, be the change. You and can, in the mirror? You can be the change. That's fine. But yeah, no, that's exactly it. It's We need to realize that you know part of the Me Too movement is... Not only the victims, but the perpetrators. Yes. So you can't say that the perpetrators have absolutely nothing to do with the movement. Yes. Where that's and, exactly what it is. And it's not enough to just call them out and 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 have them punished. There needs to be some sort of retribution, and there needs to be some effort to rebuild uh, to rebuild a relationship. Yes. Wow, that was really powerful, right? Do you yeah. have one? Did yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I want to throw shade. At Donald Trump. Okay. I know. I know. I know. No, 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 no. Repetitive shade. No, it is repetitive shade. Yeah. But so the United States, as of today's recording, um, they are in their 24th day of a government shutdown. Mm-hmm. Longest shutdown ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on top of blaming the Democrats for this, even though Trump said, I will bear the mantle of the shutdown yeah. and be proud of it and own it. He had a whole bunch of fast food delivered to the White House. Oh, God, I know. In one of the dining rooms, and I, I, I believe it was for workers that are out of, like for federal workers that aren't being paid right now. That's real thoughtful. Thanks for Which, the Arby's. Right? And it was, it was like, it was, there was like Wendy's and KFC, and I think there was McDonald's in there. Mm-hmm. And he's standing in there with a smile on his face, like, look at me, I'm such a good person. Yeah, yeah. But if you were, if you were truly a good leader, mm-hmm. you would be talking about ending the shutdown so that people get paid. And at that, I don't believe that. 45 or any of his cabinet should be being paid during the shutdown considering he tried to call out Speaker Nancy Pelosi for being paid well because she's being paid during the shutdown. Well, I'm sorry, but he and his cabinet don't deserve that paycheck. Yeah, they're going to pay too. Exactly. So take take the money that you're saying, you know, put your money where your mouth is and give it to those people that are out of a job right now. It's just a douche. Yes. All right. Let's uh, put a positive spin on things. Um... Do you have anyone you want to shine light on? ATM. You go first. Okay. I am just checking on it right now because it was the, of course, <laughs> I always have to say it, uh, the ladies of the social today um, had a fantastic guest speaker, and she was one of the former NDP, MPP, member of Parliament. Parliament. Yeah. Okay. Um, and United Church of Canada Minister. Oh, sorry, a member of Provincial Parliament. Thank you. Member of Provincial Parliament. Uh, I didn't think she was actually like a federal. No. Um, so it was Sherry DeNovo. Okay. She was on there because she is an ordained minister. Okay. Um, so she does work for the Catholic Church. Um, however, 
the entire time that she's worked for the Catholic Church, she's been an advocate for LGBTQ plus relationships okay. and relations with the government and everything like that. And then when she became an NDP leader, she also fought for LGBT rights and everything. She's the person that actually married the first same-sex couple in North America. Okay, cool. Uh, so That's yes, really cool. it was a lesbian couple. I believe it was in Toronto. If you have, if you get a chance, to watch the ladies, like watch the social, the today's clip. I'm gonna see if I can find a clip of it, and I will put it on uh, my Twitter feed. But she was just saying some amazing things. Um, I'm not a very religious person, and it's exactly for this reason. I think people often get uh, religion and acceptance. They don't believe it can be together, yeah. and it's because my God says that you are not a good person because you sleep with the same sex or you don't believe the same thing. She, she was saying that God in him, itself is binary because he made... Uh, man and woman out of his image, so obviously he is, he is non-gender conforming. Yeah. Um, and Ooh, that's going to cause a stir. Right? She she said it, and I was like, oh my god, it's so true! <laughs> uh, like, so I just like, I couldn't believe it. Also, she said that Jesus, from the beginning, was um, everyone is equal, and he was actually inclusive of uh, gays and lesbians because he was talking about them in his part of the Testament. And we all know that a lot of the stuff that is in the Bible, and that's what people are actually quoting, is written by people long after yeah. Jesus has already died. So they put their own spin on it. And after 2,000 years, there's going to be a lot of spin. Yeah. And we've all seen it. How, how quickly can a news story like spin out of control on Twitter within 48 hours? Absolutely. Imagine 2,000 years of it. Yeah. So that's that's I think that is exactly what we have to think about. But it was... Such a, it was an inspiring look at one woman's life, um, at how she is changing and helping the community. I thought it was great. I want to shine a light on Yvette Nicole Brown. <gasps> uh, so she was on um, RuPaul's Drag Race last week. Um, so subsequently, RuPaul's been doing this thing where if you are on a judge on the Drag Race or the, the All Stars, um, then you are on their podcast. Yeah, you on their podcast. Yeah. Um, which I think is pretty awesome. And it, it, like they, they. they Record it between takes, and you kind of get to hear some of that. So it's, it's actually pretty awesome to hear. But she was talking about like her kind of her path that she's taking, and she was talking. She actually talked about religion. That's why I wanted I wanted to shine a light on her because whenever we think religion, we always think there's always a level of hate to religion. Yes. And so Yvette Nicole Brown said something that really stuck with me, and it was she said that religion isn't is it what you believe or where you worship, religion is your actions and the love you share and the love you give. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And I went, oh my god, that's so true because if you are if you are praising God in church, but then going out and bashing someone for being gay, mm -hmm. or shaming a, a single mother, yeah. or for being divorced, mm -hmm. then you are no better than the people you are than you are, the people you are hating on. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Hate is hate is hate. Yes. So, uh, no matter how you, again, no matter how you spin it, if you have hate, it's still the same hate. Yes. So, if you, you know, God, when did we get so, uh, oddly enough, when did we get so religious at the end of this thing? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I feel like this is a sermon, and I'm like, right at my cockpit. Oh, wait. Pulpit. Pulpit. Yes. Sorry. Pulpit. Very different thing, kids. Yes. Okay. One is the control room of a plane. The others are you preaching? No, my cop gets the glory hole down the street. 
Oh, right, that's that favorite bar you like. Exactly, <laughs> duh. Uh, my favorite bar. It's like literally a hole in McDonald's crowd for me. Yeah, yeah. Wow, we, we've gone like super like deep and ethereal right now. I think religion, in, in and of itself, is a great idea. Mm-hmm. What it does to its followers isn't always the best. Well, and it's... And Jonathan Van Ness said it the best in season two of Queer Eye, where he said that God isn't the problem. Yeah. He said the politics of religion and the church is. Yes. And that, I think, is where we need to start separating. Religion has has the power and the potential to be a very unifying force. Yeah. Because Agreed. it is important for you to for people to believe in something. But when you are you are using it as a driving force for hate mm-hmm. and for division in this world, then I think you need to rethink your religion. Yes. Agreed. With that, I totally think we've gone balls deep <laughs> and we've taken this one to the root. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can I can feel it in my throat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's my liver you're taking right now. <laughs> Anywho, if you uh, if you have changed in the past ten years and you want to let us know how, um, give us a shout. Um, well, we're always open to have a conversation. Hey, uh, if you've uh, you know if you've changed your dick pic in the past ten years, why not send us that too? Because hey, your body's not the only thing that changes. Sometimes your southern goes through some changes as well. I have a cream for that, you know. <laughs> I probably have the cream. <laughs> In the medicine cabinet from like two years ago. <laughs> All right, so it is uh, it is I at Gayoto YYC. If you enjoyed us, give me a shout um, on the tweets and the instas. Uh, you can also follow us, of course, um, at So Fucking Gay. We are a naughty division of Pride Drive YYC. Pride Drive after dark. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we need some like really dirty porn music going on. We right do. <laughs> I don't know why. I just want really bluegrass, um, redneck and then, porn. And you need someone to say like really centrally, Pride Drive after dark. <laughs> like I'd literally charge three ninety five a minute for that. Show. Right. I would. Um, all right, kids. I'm gonna be signing off. So until next week, have a happy hump day and uh, cheers, cheers sluts. sluts.